Wrestling fans, man, I am Mr. Malave, a.k.a. Matthew Malave, the music man. And I tell you, I am still defrosting from being all the way up in Montreal for Elimination Chamber. And uh, ooh, it's hot. I tell you, it is getting hot for the road to WrestleMania. And Jesus, you guys, you guys brought the crowd. I mean, wow. We're going to get into it. This is Just Wrestling Fans Podcast, and we are here for our recap and awards show of WWE Elimination Chamber. But I'm not alone because I'm never alone. I always got my tag team partner. We are the tag team champions of podcasting. I'm talking about none other than Smooth Effect himself. Tommy James. Oh, Mr. Malave, thank you so much. And happy birthday, sir. I know we are a little late, but technically we would be recording on Sunday and we would have wished you a happy birthday. You are now, what, 25, I believe? Yes, 25. 25. You've Always. been 25 for 10 years. That's awesome. That's great. I'm going to be 25 for 20 years. That's all that matters, man. That's all that matters. I've seen what you guys were doing. You you went to, what was it? Beat the Bomb, right? Beat the Beat Bomb? Beat the Bomb in Brooklyn, man. I tell you, there was like four different rooms, and you had to do these puzzles. You had to do these games, and that gives you all the time you need to go and defuse this bomb. And I got to tell you, our, our other our other guy from second rounds, A-Town Ryan, he was on my team. And uh, I tell you, we had a minute and a half to uh, disable the bomb and we did not do it oh. if you want to see the outcome you can go on my ig mr malave and you'll see the videos because they're up but it was a really good time um i had a great time and uh, i got drunk um and uh yeah it was it was it was beautiful man it was great i wish you were the i wish you were here sir but uh you were in florida in uh 75 80 degree weather so uh i was don't fuck yourself yes so. no i was i was in 75 degree weather watching elimination chamber and enjoying elimination chamber so i'm very excited to talk about elimination uh, <laughs> fuck that yeah you did <laughs> but it's all right because they knew it was my birthday that's why they brought the heat because yeah. ooh, Oh, this this pay-per-view, but we're about to get into it, but we have, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to put your heads down, close your eyes, because we have none other than the preacher man himself, decent, and he's going to lead the congregation in a prayer before we start. Blessed to the congregation. Can I get an amen? Amen. Like everybody to bow your heads and close your eyes. Dear Wrestling God, as we venture forth into our recap and award show of the 2023 Elimination Chamber, may we come with wit, may we come with poise, may we come with the heat that matches this premium live event, a.k.a. pay-per-view. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. 
Amen, sir. Amen. Amen. Did you? And, and, and I'm glad that everyone had a good time on my birthday watching this pay-per-view. It's only right because the Aquarius season is about love. It's about heightness and it's about good wrestling. I'll tell you that much. All right. I'm I'm just hype. I'm hype. All right. We're, you know what? Really quickly. I want to know. No, no. You know what? Fuck that. We're getting into the card. We're just getting right into the card. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. We're going to start off in the same lineup as they gave it to us. So we're going to start off with the women's elimination chamber match. Oh, all right. And now I'm just going to go straight into it. Preacher, man, you got to let me know. Let me know about this match. And, and then just like, just, 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 just talk to me about your feelings on how this opened the show. It was a hot opening match. The women... The women always deliver when they're supposed to deliver. You know, I know we are very, very critical of the way the WWE women's division is often booked, how it's stacked in most instances, how it revolves mainly around the same few women from time to time. But when they're given the opportunity to go out there and wrestle and entertain, bar none, probably the best women's division in professional wrestling. And I know I may get a little bit of heat for that, but that match was indicative of what they can do when they get time and when people are very invested in what it is that they're doing. Great mm -hmm. opening match. Yeah, man. I mean, they, they could give, bring the heat all they want because I'm right here in your corner because I say it right now and you can book it and we've been saying it forever. WWE has the best women's division in wrestling. Mm -hmm. I, hands down, I don't care about AEW and everything else they're doing because they don't develop the stories. They got talent out there, but they just don't know what to do with it. All Absolutely. right. You're talking about the women in this match, man. Like they, oh, they can go. All right. And you can say what you want about Carmella and everything else too. Since she came back, this is her second, whatever. But when she came back before, she brought the heat because she was practicing. And you can see it here, too. All right. All these women could go. We have, in case you didn't see it, is Oscar, Carmella, Raquel Rodriguez, Nikki Cross, uh, Natalia, and Liv Morgan. Now, I got to say, this match was hard hitting. Right. They had spots like like no other. There wasn't many. There was I don't even think there was a botch, maybe one or two here and there. But it, it was something that wasn't like like relevant when we've seen in the past. I felt like this was probably one of the cleanest women's chamber matches we've seen in the past couple of years or since they've been doing the women's one. A few things that I love, uh, Nikki's spot, uh, the, the cross body off the pod, beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love her craziness. Um, you know, and then we have Raquel slams Nikki through the pod. Like that shit was just like, oh my God, my cousin came to play. She did. You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, and the sunset flip from the top by Morgan to Raquel, there was just so many great spots that just kept me in it, you know, um, and then Liv. I love what they're doing with Liv right now because she is not she's not weak and they're making her seem that she is climbing up there. Like and she's just like a force to be reckoned with. She didn't tap out to two submissions. She passed the fuck out. I love the storytelling in this match. I thought it was a great way to just give us a nice adrenaline shot into our fucking brains right when Elimination Chamber starts. So great job. Smooth effect. So first off, let's just throw it out there. The crowd was fire, man. Oof. Oh, I, yeah. I felt like I was in Canada. Like, we should have, they should have more pay-per-views in Canada because they were fucking on point for uh, mm -hmm. saturday uh first off this match was fantastic okay um and you might hear a lot of that from me uh as we record but it was you're right miss malavi it was the cleanest it was the best women's elimination chamber that at least i know i have seen 
everybody looked good, but they made the right decision as well. They had Asuka waiting to the end, and she murdered people. And that's oh, yeah. what she should do with this kind of gimmick that she now has with the craziness of, uh, craziness of Asuka. And yes, Liv Morgan not tapping out to two finishers, well, submissions, but when, when she already had her... When Natty put her in the sharpshooter and then Oscar's show, because I'm like, oh, damn, she got in the sharpshooter. Well, it makes sense. You should at least have Natty maybe eliminate somebody. It is her home country. And and then Oscar came and did. I was like, oh, I was like, this is, this is fucked up. I was like, this is great, though. So I thought she was going to. And then when but she's doing that thing now, when she passes out, she smiles. Mm-hmm. So it's very mm-hmm. interesting to see where we're going to go with that. Or maybe just live might just lose your fucking mind out of nowhere. I don't know. We'll see. Everybody looked good in this match. Even Carmella, she didn't do too much. I loved her running away. Thought it was great. Mm -hmm. Loved when she hid everybody that was watching. We were laughing about it. We were like, look at her run. Look at her. And she's just like, oh, fuck. And then when the second Oscar came out, she was like, fuck that. I'm gone. But you knew when they were doing their little rounds, because Oscar came out first. They put her in the chamber first. And everybody stopped you know, they they keep going to each other, but they always stopped at Asuka, and Asuka didn't even fucking flinch. She just stared at them, and that's why I'm mean, watching it. I'm going, she's going to kill everybody right now. Oh, yeah. And I'm so glad she won, and a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know if I want to see Asuka versus Belair. Listen, we didn't get the Rhea, the Rhea versus Belair. Whatever, it's fine. That makes sense why Rhea's going that route, by the way. Honestly, I'm excited for that fucking match, because those two women are going to kill each other. Yep. Oscar's gonna probably win, well deserved. Um, yeah, she fucking murdered people. It was great. Yeah, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, nah. fantastic. It was amazing. And again, to the crowds chanting, "Oscar's gonna kill you," because yes, I needed that chant back. And like you said, the crowd has been on point, and they were on point every single match, every single moment in Montreal. So Jesus Christ, dude, man. she's just getting that Hall of Fame career like lineup going right now. Okay, mm-hmm. you know she's got the Rumble, she's got fucking an Elimination Chamber, she's yep. got all of it all right she's been the best of the best and a lot of people from like different countries especially japan don't really get the respect deserved in wwe vince gave her the respect and triple h is damn well gonna give her the respect so i'm very excited to see where it's going from here oscar looks great coming back i love the kind of gimmick and please keep give me more give me more i loved it Loved it so yep, much. Yep, it I love it. I love what we're going to see with Bianca it, it, and Asuka. It's the match that we never knew we wanted, but we do. And Jesus Christ. Last thing I'm going to say about Elimination Chamber women's is like, God damn, Liv looked really hot. And like, denim, really, right? She got that really denim going. Really hot. She like, got that denim going. Very nice. I think it accentuated her derriere. You know what I mean? So did uh, Raquel, by the way. You know, when when I went to SmackDown and saw Raquel, they she looked terrible, like with the green, and she had the way. I don't know what the fuck they were doing with her makeup, but when she yeah. came out this time, I was like, she looks pretty. She looks like she's a brolic motherfucker, but mm-hmm. she looks good. So even if she would have won, I still would have been okay. I didn't want her to win, but yeah, you know. I'm glad. You kind of wanted to jump into her arms. I get it. Well, like she can catch you. She catch me and fucking give me that baby cradle shit. But yeah, no, I, I'm very excited to see where they go with Raquel. Well, what Rodriguez? Yeah, it's Gonzalez, but we'll go with Rodriguez. Your cousin. It's Gonzalez. We'll go with your cousin. Yeah, I, I, I've been meaning to talk to her about that. Like, how does she feel? But whatever, we, we digress. We got to get hit her up later. 
Let's move on to the next match because, I mean, how do you follow that up? Oh, yeah, you give us big boys fucking each other up. We got Bobby, don't you know, Lashley versus Brock Lesnar in the rubber match, which we know it's going to be a quadruple match now. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, these are, like I said, big boys. And how do you follow that up? Because they're going to fucking annihilate each other and i gotta be honest the crowd they didn't know who to choose either they were not booing but booing bobby but mm -hmm. they fucking erupted for 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 brock so like it, I, I was the same way i was like i don't give a fuck who wins i mean i do because we have points going on and like i wanted to know dq but that's not how it would happen all right um i'll go first um and i gotta say this is this was just a showcase of strength it was almost like this match was put to tease us for WrestleMania. We didn't see a lot of big moments. We just saw both of them kind of trying to one up each other and reversals after reversals. Um, it was very much a stalemate to me. So I know I picked a no contest and I got it wrong because of the DQ, but I was so close. Were you guys nervous when when you were just like, oh no. shit? Like, no? no. All right. No. All right. <laughs> no, Damn sorry. it. It's all right. But anyway. <laughs> I felt like it was definitely just a showcase of both of their strengths, a showcase of what we are going to see in a longer match at WrestleMania. And uh, I was fine with the ending. The DQ, uh, Brock Lesnar wasn't going to tap out, and he just was just like, fuck it. And, like, he low-blowed them, and why not? More heat, you know, because why? we all know we're going to WrestleMania. So at this point, like... You know, it was just, again, it was just a back and forth, reversals after reversals, big man strength, big man strength. And it's just like, yeah, you like this shit? I'm going to just tease you a little bit. Here's a little appetizer. Now you're going to get the main course at WrestleMania. So I, I thought it was entertaining, um, and I and I thought it was a great setup match for what we're going to get. Mm -hmm. um, smooth effect. Uh, this is a match that I wasn't surprised how it went. You know, uh, I didn't think they were going to be doing spectacular things. But again, Ms. Mlava, you're right on point. You're correct. The crowd did not boo either one of them. Even after what Lesnar did, they did not boo Lesnar. Lesnar is at that point, you don't boo Lesnar no more, okay? Even yep. if he does bad things to, to good people, you don't care. You want him to do bad things to good people and to bad people as well. Um, uh, they, they both look strong here. That's how I looked at it. You know, uh, Lesnar kicking out of Lashley's with the spear, being able to get out of the hurt locker, at least the first time. And then uh, Lashley kicking out of fucking F5s like yeah. a fucking beast. So it looked really good. It was very short. And I think that's because we're getting somewhere else. I thought this would have been the end of it. So like the, the ending, I was kind of like, I'm on the fence, you know, like I kind of want an ending to it. But if you're going to give me something like we mentioned in our last episode, maybe a last man standings match, you know, or, or, or as we all love, you know, a good old ladder match. But I'm just saying, you know, we're not going to get a ladder match, of course. It was fine for what it is. Too many ref bumps. I, I, I think this pay-per-view had way too many ref bumps, but it was fine for what it was. They both looked very good. And it makes sense that Lesnar would kick him in the balls. Because he, he pretty much had it on, he and Lesnar's not going to tap, and Lesnar's not going to pass out. So it makes sense for him to get disqualified, then kick the shit out of the referee two times through the table. Hilarious, by the way. Yeah. Um, so, I'm again, another one. Excited to see where it goes. Still question now when it comes to the Bray Wyatt situation where he said he was paying attention to it because whoever won he was going after. Does that mean he's going after Lashley now? I don't. They're not done yet. So give me last man standing match. And let them go. Let them go a bit. 
You know, you got to let yeah. them go. I know Brock doesn't really like to go that long anymore. He could do it in a last man standing match, you know, just It's also a shit. WrestleMania match, man. Like the big boys got to do last man stand. Yeah, like you did a last man standing with Reigns and shit like that. You could do it. You could do it. I think he could do it and you know he has the respect for Bobby Lashley, which is very important because you know if Lesnar don't like you, Lesnar don't work with you. So No, yeah. I again, very excited on the fence with the finish. It's fine for what it is because it may lead into something bigger. I'm good. I agree. Preach it, man. I might be in the majority, the minority on this one, honestly. Okay. Do tell. So the match itself, um, everything I expected it to be, good match. I don't have an issue with the match at all, but the finish, the finish is one of those things where it's like WWE booked itself into a corner. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it's on the same level, but this, for me, it resembled Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell, where this didn't have to be a match if this was the route that we were going. Like, we could have saved this for Mania if this was going to be the case. Like, we could have supplemented this with the Intercontinental, you know, number one contenders match or that actual match that happened for the Intercontinental number one contendership that happened on SmackDown to set up for something on SmackDown this week, potentially. Like, so for us to like get that finish and I've been on the fence with the story since it happened. And like, funny enough, I was actually there the show that um, Brock came back and started with Bobby in Brooklyn. So even then I was like, why? Like there still hasn't been a justifiable reason as to why Bobby is attacking. Well, Brock is attacking Bobby. This Mm -hmm. kind of makes me feel like the Sonya Deville, Naomi story where Sonya Deville was just a dick to Naomi just because we never got a reason why. Right. It was just, she was just mean for the sake of just being mean. I'm so, a bad guy. Yeah, I'm a yeah, bad I mean, guy. But, and, but at yeah. the end of the day, I mean, to to your point, and then smooth effect, you said it yourself, it's just like people don't boo Brock because like he can be a bad guy, a good guy. People are not going to boo him at this stage of his career. Does he really need reasons to go and fuck somebody up? Well, yeah. technically, it, he does, and <laughs> yeah. I agree, I do agree with decent in a sense, uh, because th- why, you know, why? Especially since why? the idea is, you know, Brock is a mercenary, you know, mm-hmm. like he's a gun for hire. Like, why show up when you don't necessarily have to? Like, if he came out and said, you know, and, and Lesnar's been talking more lately, been very well, very good on the mic, could have said, say, listen, dude, you calling yourself the almighty, okay, you think you're this high price big guy well now you're going against the beast and car like now i want to take down the almighty if he just focus on your head is too big for who you are i'm gonna knock you down the level that's just like uh that what's it called like uh big dick energy kind of thing yeah, but there's yeah. a reason Something behind it he like doesn't that, have right? a reason he's just like you're you're bobby lashley maybe he doesn't like him because he's black I don't fucking know. We don't know these reasons, you know. It could yeah. be. Again, bro, is? we got a couple more days of Black History Month, and you're going to pull that shit again. But we I mean, to be, be fair, to be fair, to be fair, Brock did beat every single black WWE champion to become WWE champion. That's what I'm saying. So maybe he needs to do that. He's like, I got to get everybody off my list. Like, you know, and you're sitting there I like, mean, it's. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not it, saying that's that the case. Way, but if you think about it, I'm not, maybe I'm he's not just saying an asshole. Anything. It's the optic. It's, it's the optic. That's maybe it's just the like dick. A cowboy hat on. Like, yeah. He looks like he would have stormed the Capitol. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Very anyway. Gen 6, if you ask me. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I do. I do it. Love the match. You know, the match was 
was good. Like you said, the test of strength, two big guys just like beating the shit out of each other and arguably two of the biggest big guys in WWE, not just far as like, you know, strength, but as far as personality and crowd interaction and crowd engagement. Like, I mean, if they're willing to do something for WrestleMania, that'll get the, you know, bad taste out of a lot of people's mouths with this finish, then, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm always looking for, you know, the the positive side of things rather than like, they shouldn't have done this. Like, you know, if, if it gets something that, you know, is going to be enjoyable at the end, who cares, you know, realistically. But yeah, mm-hmm. great match. Sure. Once again, something that, you know, was definitely invested in by the crowd and something that kept this pay-per-view chugging along, even, you know, with the, the hairy finish. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, I always, I always like want to say trust the process when it comes to Triple H because there's always something that he's probably alluding to. He's a great storyteller. We know that from his attitude era and when he was like wrestling and shit like that. So I am confident enough that we're gonna get something big. Like I said, it's probably alluding to a bigger match of what we we're gonna see. Little taste, little drips. You know what I mean? So. That's what it is. That was Brock and Lashley. Uh, We're going to go to the next match, which was the mixed tag match with Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Preacher Man. (sighs) That's actually Uh a good sigh. That's actually a good sigh. All right. Because, like, I know a lot of people have been on the fence about Edge's return, but like every time you think you know me hits, like the crowd just goes crazy. And him being in Canada and hearing the people sing Metal Lingus is like, like you have to just appreciate that. Like that never gets old, despite how you may have felt about his run since coming back. Mm-hmm. And this was probably one of my favorite outings as far as like the whole Edge, Beth, Judgment Day, back and forth. You know, Extreme Rules, eventually the match got good towards the end, but it kind of dragged for me for for some time. But then once we got to that very, very climactic finish, it was like, okay, cool, but still took a little long to get there. This, I felt like it was a more, I don't want to say fast-paced, but it was a more... It was a more quicker match in regards to like, you know, getting to certain points that needed to get us there to to the finish, you know. So Beth, I I don't know why Beth just isn't on a run right now because <laughs> she is still really good. Like I would love to see a a six month like Beth Phoenix run, just like her on the road, because like she's in great shape and like just seeing her and Rhea in that ring, it was just like holy shit you know like two powerhouses you know just going at it and dom like for everything that we've said about dom he has really stepped into this role so perfectly and i feel like that needs to be commended like i know i gave him the mvp for the Royal Rumble awards but like seriously the way he has just stepped into this role as being this like very doofy, cowardly heel, you know, and like kind of rounding out the Judgment Day with that sort of energy. Bravo to him. But the match itself, really good. Like, probably the most fired up I've seen Edge in a match in quite some time. You know, not saying that he was back to his old self, quote unquote, but this was more so 
that rated R superstar offense that we're used to seeing from Edge during the ruthless aggression era. And it was great to see. And yeah, we pretty much called it as far as like, you know, the the finish, you know, Finn mm-hmm. definitely eating the pin, mm-hmm. keeping Rhea strong to go into WrestleMania against Charlotte. So once again, I don't think there's too many things that you can complain about when it comes to this show, at least for me. And even the things that you can complain about, it's like, do you really have to complain about it? Like realistically, so yeah, you're you're kind of just like nitpicking just at that nitpicking. point, right? Yeah, yeah. like yeah, great great match, you know. And I kind of I don't want to say I had low expectations for it, but I kind of did in a sense. But yeah, this was this was a great match. I loved it. Yeah, man. I mean, just to piggyback off of you, like um, I thought this was a this was a surprising like a surprising match for me. Like I I know they've been we've been feuding for a while. This is like you know um this has been building up and everything else too. But a mixed tag match sometimes like it, it gets a little wonky. You know what I mean? Um, and people sometimes forget what they have to do and this and that's that. But we we're talking about professionals here. But like. Here, here, I felt like it was, we all know what it's leading to, right? We got Edge and Finn, hopefully, in, like, a cage or something that keeps Judgment Day and everybody else out, right? But um, but ultimately, here, I feel like this was a showcase of women's wrestling more, right? I felt like this was more of a Beth Phoenix versus Rhea Ripley match rather than a mixed tag match, right? They had most time in the ring. Right. Um, and, and rightfully so, because even when Beth was trying to like tag in Edge at one point, Finn Balor went under the ring and then slide him back out. You know what I mean? And then we got more Rhea and, and Beth. And that's that's what I loved. Right. I thought that's what carried the match. The ladies carried that match like wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? And again, we we all called this. We all know what was going to happen. Um, and yeah, like you said, Beth Phoenix is looking amazing. I don't think she's going to do a run at all just because I feel like she's comfortable doing what she's doing now off of wrestling. You know, she's doing music and she's like, you know, taking care of the kids and whatever and what have you. So those matches in between kind of get scratches that itch for her. You know what I mean? And to your point with Edge and how fired up he was. Something happens in decent. You know that you're an artist too. Something happens when you got that electricity of the crowd and it goes inside your body and it brings you to this next level, right? And the fact that they had everyone sings Edge a song, right? But not when the song is over and they still sing. You know what I mean? And it's just like, holy fuck, I'm home. Like he's the hometown hero. And and just to quote the rock, that electricity, because it is a fucking jolt electricity in your body takes you to another level you know what i mean so and that's what we had on display there to uh, add elimination chamber but ultimately this was a beth phoenix rhea ripley showcase and it led into what we're going to get to wrestlemania and i felt like everybody played their parts perfectly and uh just every time edge goes in the i love edge so much every time he goes into the ring i'm like please don't die because like his neck is so fucking fragile but ultimately this match was great i i for a mixed tag match like i said it always gets wonky sometimes you know what i mean for a mixed tag match everyone knew their role everyone played it perfectly and we got a showcase of two big girls fucking going at it and that made you want to say i want to see bet phoenix as champ or mm-hmm. have a six-month run because yes you know so i i loved the match i thought it was great yeah i, I mean i agree like uh, it was a really great match it was, it was a lot of fun and the back and forth was great, and being able to see Beth Phoenix do her thing 
with Rhea Ripley was just awesome. You know, like the crowd was so into it. She made a little boo boo. A little boo boo. She had to, you know, yeah. break that pin up. And, you know, mm-hmm. she made a little boo boo on that one. But uh, it happens. A little ring rust, you know, whatever. Um, her hair, I just don't like her hair. I hate, I just, you know what? I hate the way her hair looks. I just don't like it. It looks so weird. She's got like that fucking mullet thing and I don't know. It's Beth, always been like that. Even when she was like on the top and she had her like in the She WWE, didn't have the mullet though. She wasn't, she had like the long blonde going down here. Bro, like, it was, the, if you look at it, it's the same Not shit. the way just, that looks. She had the curl hair going. I don't know. I'm not feeling it. But it, it wasn't. It's not for me. But I, but I, what's for me is her in the ring. Love to see it. It looks great. She did amazing. All of them did. I love the fact that, you know, when the match was over, they were pulling Finn away. And Finn's just like, I hate you, Edge. I hate you. So it's like we're not done yet. But I will say, I hope we're done soon. Because it's starting yeah. to get a little stale. It's We need to figure this out. Let's end this. Let's go to WrestleMania. Edge versus Balor. Put him in Hell in a Cell. I don't care what the fuck you do. Put the makeup on Balor again. Let's get the fucking demon. Let the demon freaking beat Edge. And they can just go their separate ways. Just you know, go. Yeah. Just, just go your separate ways. But when it comes to the mixed tag match, it was a lot of fun. The right team won. And again, I'm excited to see where it goes from here. They did, like, Elimination Chamber has been great to set up where we go from here. So we're all excited to see the future. That's good wrestling. That's great pay-per-view. That's good writing. So, again, I'm just excited. Yeah, Yeah, man. Yeah, I I, I agree. I want Demon Balor. I need them to be secluded somewhere um, and then finish it. WrestleMania should be the end, and we shouldn't have no WrestleMania backlash with them, too. We've seen enough. Dear God, no. Unless you're bringing the brood back and they're facing Mm -mm. Judgment Day. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Don't give me any of that. I know. Mm. I'm. I'm. I'm just fishing. No. 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 The, the, one more, and let's. And that's it. We're done. I agree. You can split up Judgment Day after that. I don't give two shits. Like, it needs to. It's a good story. It's a fun story. Let's get to the fucking end now. Let's let's finish yeah, it off. Yeah. Let's finish that story off. Yeah. You don't have to split the final part into two. That's what you're trying to say. No, me, we right? don't. Like, no, we don't need two parts. We don't need this was part one, one and two. We don't need no. Deathly Hollows one and two. We don't need no. that shit. Just no. give me one more match and then we'll move the And make it on, a right? banger. Give me one more match. Make it a fucking banger. That's what I'm saying. Hell in a Cell. Put the demon back in there. Put, let me mm-hmm. put fucking purple on there. I don't care what he does. No, purple Do and black badass. and white paint. Let him fucking go. Let's, let's see something badass happen. Let's get Venom fucking Finn Balor and then we'll keep going. With purple. I mean, if you see. Anyway, I digress. I digress. All right. Let's get to the next matchup. All right. Uh, we got the men's eliminated. Elimination Chamber match. Now, uh, <laughs> if you thought the first one was good, let's uh, let's start talking about the second, the second motherfucker. All right, we have Austin Theory, Montez Ford, Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, Seth Rollins, U.S. Championship Elimination Chamber match. Smooth effect. Go. Woo! This match was fire. This match was so. Good. Oh, this was the best Elimination Chamber match I've ever seen. Like, I literally was giddy. I was jumping for joy. Um, as I, as what, if, uh, what did I say when I did my award show? Uh, it was uh, jumping beanies and cocktail weenies. It was just, it was so insane because beautiful. every single person looked 
great. Every single person looked strong. Not one person looked like they got squashed or anything. This was NXT galore. This was phenomenal wrestling. There were parts where I thought they hurt themselves, where I'm thinking, oh, fuck. That Hurricanrana that Gargano oh fucking did was beautiful. That was insane. It took three finishers to take out Bronson Reed. He looks like a beast. Damian Priest looked like a fucking monster. Montez Ford did a Spider-Man fall from the top. I knew he was going to do something. I thought it was going to be a frog splash, but the Spider-Man fall just... Wow. And I loved now. Here's the thing. When uh, he got the curb stomp and then, you know, he was kind of just like, playing knocked out and whatnot. At first, I'm not going to lie. At first, I'm like, did he did he seriously get hurt? Like, did this, it's possible he could have banged his yeah, head yeah, or something. Yeah, they played it off good. So when they showed the replay, I'm like, no, he, he did that right. And then I started. To, then when Logan Paul showed up is when I go. That makes sense because we need to keep mm-hmm. the door open for him to show up. That's why when they were carrying him out, he fell down again. It was it was done so fucking well. Every little bit was done great. And uh, Johnny Gargano was wearing the blueing. You know, he was doing some bluey, which for the little mm-hmm. kids out there, it's a, it's a television show. I'm a more fan of bingo, in my personal opinion. My daughter watches it, so I know the characters. Um, but... I dude, this match was fucking great. All right, we picked Seth Rollins to win. He didn't. It's fine. Theory played a good chicken shit heel. Loved when he went in the fucking chamber and he shut the door and he's fucking joking with Gargano and then fucking Rollins comes up, opens the other side of the pod and enters. And then they just they shut the doors and kicked the shit out of him while he was in there. There was nothing wrong about this. This match was probably five stars, probably six stars. Probably 12 stars. I don't know how many stars I can give. But I had no issues. I want to watch. I can watch just this match and enjoy myself. Fantastic match. You probably can guess where I'm going when we get to the awards, but fantastic match. Loved it. It's okay. You could show your cards because this I'm showing them. I'm showing them. Look, I got a pair of aces. There we go. There you go. There you go. Preacher man. Yo, like. (laughs) Take a breath. Take a breath. (laughs) I oh man like I was sucked in like this I said in our predictions that this had to be a statement match for everybody in this match you know and boy did they really make a statement everybody really did what they were supposed to do Bronson Reed like showed like once again that there's a new big boy on the scene and he is somebody that you cannot take lightly Johnny Proving that, yo, when that bell rings and you just let me wrestle, bar none, I am probably one of the best, if not the best in this company. You know, Montez, like, oh my God, like, the thing that I love the most is the social media outpouring of how everybody was just like, yo, Montez Ford is him. Montez Ford is that guy. Like, Mm -hmm. it was pretty much a unanimous decision that this match definitely solidified everything that we already knew about Montez Ford. Damian Priest looked like an absolute beast, Mm -hmm. you know, and credit to Theory as well. And this is like one of the weird things about him because when he's in that ring, he's great. Like he could put on a great match. He has great comedic timing. Like he's great with playing that, you know, chicken shit hill. And once again, I may get a lot of shit for saying this, but like, to me, theory could be 
the Miz if the Miz had athleticism and great in ring acumen. That's not bad. Not a bad take. Like mm-hmm. if you give him he's still super young. If you give him that time to develop, he could definitely take over that Miz role as like this, you know, era defining heel with a lot of personality who realistically you would want to punch in the face, you yes. know, but yes. you definitely have a lot of respect for it. But I, s- I see him go into Hollywood as well eventually. He's yeah, got the like, look. He's got the look. If he gets the acting chops a little better, you guarantee that man could be a star. I feel like he does have like the stuff that he did with the way in NXT was amazing. Was like, true. It was great. So like everybody played their role to perfection in this match. The action is very reminiscent of like if you took all of the good parts of like, you know, NXT and brought that up to the main roster, this is what this match was. This is the type of booking that we wanted to see from people who were in NXT. And we got to see that, you know, when you just let them go out there and perform and create, this is what NXT was supposed to do. And this was the Mm -hmm. manifestation of that in this match. So if this is a trend of us being able to look forward and have people who are down in NXT finally get this sort of platform to just go out there and wrestle on these big stages and these big moments. I feel like WWE is going to be in good hands for years to come. If you have this tandem, this tandem team of, you know, triple H's booking while just letting the stars go out there and just do what they do best. And that's just wrestle. I agree. I, you know, I I mean to uh, jump off you real quick, decent before Mr. Malave goes, this match proved that the NXT superstars don't have to worry. This also proves that AEW superstars that want to jump ship don't have to worry. This match was missing one person, and that's Adam Cole, baby. Baby. That's This match was missing Adam Cole. You remove Rollins, and you put Cole in there, woo. (laughs) If he was still there, if he was still there, we know he would be there. He'd be in that match. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like this, yeah. this was a, a, this was tailor made for like, you know, NXT, like Adam Cole at his peak. Agreed. But Agreed. having stuff in there, you know, didn't hurt all too much because like all. that's, you know, once again, if you want to look at the turning point of NXT becoming what it was, Seth is like the first real iteration yeah. of what NXT would eventually become. So mm-hmm. I could imagine Triple H just like looking backstage on a monitor, like, these are all my kids, yep. you know, like this is what I wanted for the business. And now to to have this moment, to have them be in this match, which was, you know, once again, the car from top to bottom, great car. But arguably, this was probably the, the show stealer, mm-hmm. you know, as far as in-ring action. And to have that be a byproduct of what the Performance Center and what NXT was like, yeah, this this makes me excited for, you know, the, the future in WWE if this yep. continues to be the trend. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And to pick it back up for both of you guys, I mean, uh, I, I'm just going to I'll keep it a little brief here because it's the same. It, we're going to just probably keep repeating each other's like sentences, but it is NXT lore, right? Like they 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 showcase this. And we always said we want these mid tier titles to mean something again. Right. So what a way to do that by taking all of these boys that know that you can go from NXT, put them in a fucking stipulation match and let them go and. And boy, did they 
fucking go. Johnny Wrestling became is Johnny Wrestling. This is the first iteration of Johnny Wrestling that we've seen on the main card since NXT. Like the main card. Now everyone's like, this is why, and I think Michael Cole even said it. This is why they call him Johnny Wrestling because he is that ring general. He was all over the place showcasing what he can do, his athleticism, his his in-ring personas, his fucking storytelling, and everything in between. His bits with him and Seth were amazing. And everything in between. That That's why you have him and Seth start this fucking match, right? Because they know that they can go and they can fucking have chemistry with everybody else in the ring. And it was insane. A few other... It, this was good fucking wrestling. That's how my notes said it in all caps. Good fucking wrestling. It reminds us of why NXT at one point when we started the show, Smooth Effect, we were like, <laughs> sorry, NXT is the best product that was out. When we started the yes. show, we said it and we said NXT has the best product out right now. That's why, this is why, because most of those boys, three out of the five in there, they were from NXT, right? Or even more now. No, the whole entire chamber. Everybody, everybody was from yes, NXT. Everyone. Seth was on. Um, he was the I first champion. Seth was on first, first champion. NXT, he was the first yeah, he was he the beat first gender. champion. Yeah, yeah. So there and then like. Jesus Christ. So a little couple more spots, like the double stacks of moment dropped by Bronson Reed. Amazing. Montez Forest Splash, the Spider-Man splash off the chamber. Fucking great. I said it before in our in our prediction, Matt, in our prediction show. This is Montez Forrest's coming out party. We all knew it. We mm -hmm. all know he can go. Now the world knows he can go. Right. Um, Seth and Gargano's break on top of the chamber, and then Seth just smacks the shit out of his chest. Hilarious. Hilarious, right? The reversal on the top of the rope, that fucking Hunter Karana was insane, mm. you know? And then, of course, I the my last mo moment is Montez Forge putting on a fucking show, mm. right? I, I say in, in between him and Gargano, they had the best showing out in the chamber. In the chamber and this match, we can all show our cards because I even predicted show stealer alert, and I feel like this is probably going to be it. But... Jesus Christ, this match is top, probably top five best Elimination Chamber matches of all time. Sure, sure. And that's it. All right. We're going to jump off of that because we can probably have a whole another hour talking about every moment. All right. Um, let's get into our main event, people. Let's get into Roman Reigns, our tribal chief versus the hometown boy, Sami Zayn. And when I say the fucking crowd was insane the fucking crowd was insane i'm gonna start off and i'll leave it up to you guys um roman reigns letting Sami Zayn come out last wow smart like i that was smart very smart and you didn't have to pump the booze in there wwe because literally the crowd hated roman reigns and rightfully so. We said it before. This is gonna, this is gonna give Roman Reigns so much more heat leaving into WrestleMania that we don't, they don't even have to pump anything or they don't have to do anything else. You're talking about big old faction heel, and we got it. So Roman Reigns coming out first, genius, and rightfully so. But then when Sami Zayn's music hit, eruption. Serenation all the way to the ring, and even so to the point where they had to break for like a good three, four minutes, and we're like, oh, shit. I mean, can we start the match? Not I mean, to cut you off, but can we talk about how he has the old theme back? Yes. 
Yes, they, yes, everyone was waiting. They were like, what is he going to come out with? But did you see even on the screen, they even had some like tribal fucking like patterns in it. And I was mm -hmm. just like, oh, I fucking love that. And then like the tape that says Zane was kind of like KO's tape. And you're like, yeah. oh, all right. I see what you did there. I'm looking. And I'm liking. I'm liking. You know what I mean? Um, it, it was great. You know, um, the crowd was wild, like I keep saying. Uh, Zane, I mean, we all know Zane could go. He's a great performer, you know, but just to see him again in singles competition, because we haven't seen that in in a long time. And 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 putting on a main event caliber match like he used to do in, in NXT with Sami Zayn, it's just like, damn it, bro. Like you're really good. And it's alluding to I like we said it before, a little Cody versus Zayn action back later on in the year. Why the fuck not? You know what I mean? He proved to everybody that he can be a main event guy, you know, um, and uh, we did call it. I mean, well, I called it and saying like the little botch with like the refs coming down and then saying we get the one, two, three and he didn't get the one, two, three. That's a way for the crowd to still be on his side and he's still going to lose. Right. Um, and then, you know, just to like. The, the pace of the match, we were used to Roman Reigns being very methodical and slow and everything else like that. But, like, we got a little bit of both. We got some fast pace. We got some slow methodical. But every single, like, every single hit meant something. And I said it before with this whole run of the Tribal Chief, uh, and I'm going to say it again. Roman Reigns just playing to the crowd and talking shit while he's fucking you up is amazing him just looking at his wife is just like i didn't want this mm. i wanted you to be family and hold the clicking his hands together and i wanted to take care of you guys but he did this he did this i'm like yo this is this is second to none again this is why you know the bloodline storyline and everything else is the best thing in wrestling right now and 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 honestly we got to acknowledge our tribal chief because he is in legit god mode like and you know the ending we we can i guess talk about it when we wrap up but like you know it, it was a great match it kept me entertained it wasn't like just a throwaway and have the you know have what's coming next like there were times when people we was just like one two is he really gonna do it he he gave him everything when he hit him with a fucking superman punch and i was just like holy shit like this match is giving you all the type of feels and if you were in that crowd you were getting all those type of feels. Your butthole was clinching. Like, everything. I'm telling you. You're fucking tossing your beer. You're spilling shit. You're chugging your beer because you're fucking nervous. Like, it, you were getting all the feels in this main event. And rightfully so. This was literally a main event coming straight out of, like, an Attitude Era, like, false counts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just near falls after near falls and not knowing who the fuck was going to win. Even though, in our heads, we're like, there's no way Sami Zayn is going to win. But... I want to be fooled sometimes in a match to think that maybe he could fucking win. Are they really going to do this? It was it was crazy. It was a good main event, a great way to top off this beautiful pay-per-view. And by Jesus, the crowd, the fucking crowd. I'm going to open it up and I'm going with smooth effects. So if if anybody thought that Zane was going to win this match, I am so sorry because it just wasn't fucking happening. There was glimmers of hope. There was one point I even sat there, kind of tilt my head, going like, "Would?" They? And then I'm going, "No, they're not nah, gonna do that. Nah. They're not fucking doing that." <laughs> Roman Reigns has got a fucking main event WrestleMania. He's got Sami Zayn main event WrestleMania. And that's not a knock on Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's fucking amazing. But um, no, that's that. This is Cody's story to, to yep. for that belt. This is Cody's story. So 
the match was done to perfection. The story is not over yet. Him and Reigns' story is over. That's done. Reigns mm-hmm. needs to move on now. It's the bloodline still story going on. The Jimmy Uso, the Jay Uso that thing. Spear at the Who end. Who knows? Maybe. Um, that's how he's going to get Jay to get angry at him. He thought it was, but uh, Miss Malavi, you said it best. Roman Reigns as the heel. It's just been too good. Like th- he's he's nailing this. You know, he he makes you to a point where you you kind of get what he's saying when he's like, "I didn't want to do this." I wanted to take care of you. He technically was taking care of him. He's yeah. the fucking one that hit me. I'm a fuck him up now. Like, don't get mad at me. I was trying to help you. You know, so, but that's that's a good heel. That's a good boss. That's a good villain. Somebody yep. that, like, they what they're doing is wrong, but to them, they feel like it's perfectly fine. A Thanos, for example. Yeah. You know, and I just, everything was great. The crowd was so fire, but my favorite thing, my favorite thing about the match is after the three count, it was fucking dead silent. Like pin drop it silent. It was so, I've never heard it that quiet before. Like even I was like, it's fucking quiet right now. Like everybody just, it's like they knew he wasn't going to win. They had the hope and then got disappointed, but they weren't yep. disappointed. Like it was just like that, oh man, because they all wanted to see it. But it didn't happen. And right. I'm sorry if anybody out there listening is like, I really thought Sami Zayn was going to win. You need to watch wrestling a little more because that wasn't fucking happening at right. all. The main event will be Reigns and it will be Rhodes. That's what we need to get to. That's the story they've been building since Rhodes came back. Sammy just got hot just recently. He just got hot. So we can't just change shit too quick. Sometimes yes, but sometimes no. And I would have loved to, but here's my thing. If Sammy did win the title, what's a better match? What's a more money match to see? Sammy versus Rhodes or Roman versus Rhodes? It's Roman versus Rhodes. Money. Yeah. We got to talk money here. Hollywood, okay? Roman's going away. Let's be real. Roman's going to be leaving after the Rhodes match. He's going to be disappearing yeah. for a bit. Then we can maybe get Sammy versus, you know, but we don't need people turning on Cody right now. It's at the right time. So... Great match, great storytelling, loved everything that was happening. The right person won in the long run. And again, the silence from the crowd, so hot to complete silence, music to the ears. Oh, yeah. For us Just Wrestling fans, beautiful. Fucking beautiful. Amazing. Preach. So I feel like I'm in... The minority, once again, like, once again, echoing everybody's sentiment about the match itself. Like, we knew what the outcome was going to be. Even within the confines of the match, we kind of were like, were they? But then our, our our better knowledge kicked in and was like, nah, that's that's not going to happen. Because we were wrestling fans. No, they're not going to Exactly. Like, you know, but if we were, you know, 10, 11 years old watching this, you know, we weren't. We weren't as versed in the, the politics and, you know, the behind the scenes and, you know, just knowing how things are mapped out. We would have definitely believed that there was a moment that Sami Zayn could have won the title. That's how that's how well crafted this match was. Mm-hmm. But now looking forward, you know, touching on two different aspects of where we go with Sammy and where we go with Roman to start with Sammy. Obviously, I feel like the, the KO reunion 
will happen sooner rather than later. Like the official reunion, like, you know, we get the hug, we get, you know, everything that, you know, bonds them back together. And then somehow, some way we get to WrestleMania and it's them versus the Usos. Realistically, like, I wouldn't mind. I know people are looking at potentially Asuka and, you know, Bianca being the main event for night one. If the tag team match that we think is going to happen is going to happen, I think that's a good way to close out night one. Because that, you know, puts the doubt in people's heads about, you know, Roman potentially losing, you know, and, you know, where do we go from here? Because that's where the bloodline is like, we're, we're in the bloodline's decline right now, you know, more than anything right now. This is like, you know, the, the wire where, you know, the Barksdale empire is slowly, you know, breaking down, you know, Avon goes to jail, Stringer Bell gets killed. Like we're in that, we're in that part of the story now with the bloodline. So I feel like you can have that be your main event for night one. And it gives that sense of a big fight feel. It gives people a great moment. And you also put into people's heads that even though Sami Zayn didn't win the universal title, that does not mean that he's not capable of being in the main event. You have to keep Sami around the main event picture. Even if he's not a main champion or the main champion, you have to do that now. Like it's been proven. It's effective. He is somebody you could put on a poster for a pay-per-view. People will be invested. People will be interested. You can put him on TV. People will be invested. People will be interested. So we have to go forward with the Sami Zayn project of keeping him in the main event scene. I say all that to say this, and I still stand by it. I'm open to being 100% wrong, but I do not see Cody Rhodes winning at WrestleMania. Ooh. Wow, that's we, a hot take. That will be fun to talk about when we get to the yeah. predictions. But I, uh, give I us a hint. Give us a little bit, little bit. Yeah, I just don't see. Like, we literally just got the 900-day graphic of Roman Reigns a few days ago. Mm-hmm. That's again, true. WWE is big on optics. Very I true. can see them wholeheartedly, like a 1,000-day video package, commemorative merch. Like, you know, that's a license to print money to say and – when Roman first became champion, there was this sentiment backstage that they were building him to be one of the longest tenure champions, not just in the modern era, but period, you know? So like at least get him to a thousand days is the least they can do, you know? And if we're going by that idea, it's like, yes, we can plant the seed for night one, having KO, Sammy, main event, they win the titles. That puts the, you know, the air of disbelief in people's heads that yo Cody's gonna win and that's the end of the bloodline and Roman's like no it's still us it's still our time and I feel like the quest like Cody needs more of a quest these nine months have you know flown by realistically for him getting back but think about all those all the stories that could have been told in those nine months Mm -hmm. you know and like to hot shot him into you know main event you know after winning the Royal Rumble I mean, you can look at a Triple H that it might have worked for. You can look at a John Cena that it might have worked for, you know. But, like, I don't think as over as Cody is, I don't think Cody has that overwhelming fan sentiment to the point that you can just 100% put the company in his hands. Especially when once you beat Roman, it's like, what do you do with Roman afterwards? It's like when you finally do Roman's beat Roman. going away. Yeah, he's, not, he's not going to be on te- television after WrestleMania. I, I I know this is a hot take. I, I, and I'm going to let you finish. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, like, but you can't just beat Roman and Roman goes away. Like Roman like has to be angry 
Like he lost the title. So it's not just, you know, I'm going home after that. Like you it's it's Jordan Belfort and, you know, the Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not fucking leaving mm. energy when you beat Roman. Mm-hmm. So mm. that's why I feel like, you know, once again, I'm open to being wrong. If Cody wins, I'm going to be happy because the story, the journey. Yes. Like, let's send the people home happy for WrestleMania. That's one of Vince's edicts. But I just feel like there's just something in the air that's like not just yet with this Roman reign. Oh, well, that's well, ooh, we, that's gonna we, be good. That's gonna be yeah. we're we gonna be talking about WrestleMania pretty soon. So yeah, man, I'm very excited to see where that goes and who you will actually be picking as well. Mm-hmm. That could yes, cost you yes. a T-shirt right there. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, man, a hundred percent. Listen, hey, you make a lot of great points. Um, you know, it, it can very possibly well be what you said. Um, and it can. Be what everyone's alluding to. He, I mean, he that, makes fantastic. Honestly, you make fantastic points because yeah, it's all that's about the money. beauty about wrestling, right? We're, we're just speculators. We're just wrestling fans. We can go any way we want to go with this and have valid points to it because of what we know and what we love, right? So, and, and that's why you are the preacher man, all right? Because like, and, and that's why you're on the show now cons- consistently is because it takes like that, and for you know the reasonings behind that, because anyone could make a hot take, but make it make sense. You know what I mean? So like. I love that and yeah exactly I love that man and you know what this is what this pay-per-view has done it has definitely fucking fast-tracked us to the home stretch of Wrestlemania and what the what ifs and the what hows you know what I mean I know I'm making it a thing it makes sense all right um yeah so that's it we we wrapped up the pay-per-view um and Oh boy. Oh boy. What a pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Um, and I cannot wait to start talking about WrestleMania, but before we get into our pay-per-view stuff and WrestleMania and all that talk that we'll get to, we got some unfinished business to tie a bow along this elimination chamber match. Now we've seen a lot, a lot of flippy flips, a lot of super kicks, and we've seen a lot of motherfucking destruction. But I swear to God, if people in the stands and people in the rings, they were going around, walking around, jumping around, running around. And you know what you need? You need you some kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's right. It is Kicks Be Kicking. If you had some kicks on during a premium live event or pay-per-view, like I like to still call it, that I'm going to keep looking and I'm going to spot them out and you're going to get called out in our show. And I'll tell you, there wasn't many. There wasn't many in this pay-per-view, but there was at least two. All right, and I'm going to give it to you and I'm going to go straight to the point. We're going to the first match of this pay-per-view. We got Carmella always showing up and showing out where her swag and her gear and i gotta tell you she was rocking some heat like always but her favorites are some jordan ones we've seen her with customs we've seen her with ones that cost a couple thousand dollars but these these right here go perfectly with her attire we're talking about the altitude green air jordan ones and i'll tell you they're nice 
electric green, neon green, if you want to call it, some black on the top. And then you have the white midsole and the bottom sole is that green and it just looked clean. And I tell you, I tell her, she she never disappoints, man. So if you want these and if you want to take a look at them, again, they're the altitude greens. And if you go on StockX, they're going for a reasonable $125. Um, and uh, not so bad. Not so bad. Not so, so bad, Mr. Malave. I'm not going to I'm not going to buy them either. I don't wear enough of the electric green right, to yeah. actually rock them. You know what I mean? Too much green. Um, for that, I'll just get black and white. You know, why not? You know, why not? But if I have ring attire that's green and black, I'm going to buy them. Um, all right. So the next one is a little tricky, right? Because we know we had a Logan Paul sighting. And when we have a Logan Paul sighting, if he's not wrestling and he's just chilling, he's going to rock some swag on his feet. And uh, I tell you. He did. He curb stomped, and I was looking, all right? And he jumped off the ring and fucking clothesline, and I was looking. But ultimately, I couldn't figure out which kicks he had on. Now, I'm going to open it up to the peanut gallery. Decent, smooth effect. Did you notice these kicks? And if you did, do you know what they are? I did. Um, my money says they might be some Adidas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They yeah. just might be. Ah, you see, nah, it's Logan Paul, man. He's very flashy. I don't see him just rocking Adidas. It's something bigger. It's either Nikes or bigger. You know oh, what I mean? Man. You but know, good I, guess. I, Smooth I, you know, I've seen them, and, you know, I'm not a kick guy or anything. I know my Jordan ones, though. It's, it's my favorites. Um, or my Uso ones. I'm a big fan of those as well. Uh they were they were there, you know. They were probably some sketchers or some shit, you know. I think he was just looking more <laughs> for comfort. It might be Walmart, you know. It, he was just looking for the comfort part. It wasn't really about the style. It just matched. Mm-hmm. He had the Maverick uh, hoodie going on there, just more of his regular sweatshirt. Um, yep. I would love to know what they are. I'm not personally buying them. I, they're fugly yeah. as shit, but um, I would love to know what the brand was. Yeah, me too. I mean, I wouldn't personally rock them, but to me, um, being the kick expert that I am, because I think I am, um, I I feel like it's some kind of French brand or or some kind of like high fashion sneaker. Um, they, it was yellow with black and some blue along the side or where the laces are and everything else too. They kind of reminiscing of like a Nike Air Max ninety fives um, or or like a, a mix of the ninety sevens, but there weren't any Nikes. Um, I don't think they're Adidas either. I'm telling you, I'm going to lean with like a French brand or like a high fashion brand, maybe like a Balenciaga or or like something along those lines. I'm not sure what it is, but if you know what they are, please reach out to us on our social media and then let us know. Logan Paul, if you're listening and you know, because I know you know, you bought them. Um, let us know what you had on your feet, bro, because uh, I want to know and the masses want to know. But that's it, guys. That's all the kicks that I spotted at Elimination Chamber 2023. Right. Yeah, man. Good I mean, that's it. That's it. You know, what, what, were, what were you calling that? But what's a, a Balenciati? B- Balenciaga. That's a, Bal- that's Balenciaga. a brand. Oh, got you. Yeah. Have you heard of Balenciaga? No, man. Jesus, bro. I mean. The fuck is that? Decent. You've heard of Balenciaga. Of course. Yeah, he Don't looked at the camera of course, like, bro, like, for real? <laughs> Don't say of course. He's like, of, of course. course. I mean, what the fuck, bro? You you, you live in the world, like? <laughs> Do you live in the world, smooth well, effect, Balenciaga? I guess not. Well, well, I'm pretty sure if you ask there. Jen, she'll know what Balenciaga yeah, okay. is. Yeah, okay. Jen you know can't what? even spell Balenciaga. Balenciaga. I gotta see what. Oh, he's googling. Look at. Oh, this. I see it. Here he goes. 
Balenciaga. Uh-huh. Oh, very nice. Yeah. yeah you can't Spain. afford any of that. Yeah, that's probably why I don't know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's all right. It's all right. Even if I could afford it right now, I I wouldn't do that. I would spend my <laughs> do money on Do you see these shits right now? Yeah. Oh, I my have. God. Look at I those boots. Wait, have. are those those fucking boots? The, so the boots the Hummer are boot? the red, the red Pac-Man boots or like the... Because they got they got Hummer boots, it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, no, Balenciaga is not the ones who make those boots. Those okay. boots are hideous, but they yeah. did sell out in like ten minutes. They because did. The world is fucking retarded. That's crazy. These things are. If ugly. you want to look like a cartoon character, buy them. And if you can't take them off, you know why. They work with it. But Adidas. anyway, we got to get off the kicks. We're done. Um, but before we say goodbye, it's time for the. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just looking at your face. You're just looking at Bro, all this weird uh, shit. Hold on a second. So I'm looking at sneakers right now because it turns out that Balenciaga, whatever Balenciaga, Balenciaga, Balenciaga works with Adidas, right? So they they yeah. work together. They have these. Adidas is a German brand. Yes. Very nice. They have these yellow, gray, black, very ugly sneakers, and they're fucking twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, welcome to the world of high fashion. Fuck I mean, technically, that. I would be right though because if Balenciaga works with Adidas, he would. Yes, that's very they, true. They have some some Adidas designers that they just snatched up and paid them more money. And Shit, they, they got a lot them, on All here. right, the reason why they're with us is because yeah, we work. They got a sneaker shit. that has a sock in it. I mean, yeah, like it's a sock that turns yeah. into you. Who wears this stuff? Thousand dollars. A lot of a lot of people. Really? That's actually a Cardi B line. I like mm-hmm. the Balenciagas, the one that look like socks. Yep. Fuck her. You know that line in in the song, Smooth Effect? No, I don't listen to her. I can't Jesus. stand her. Some- all right, we're moving on, guys, because you know what? It is the <laughs> I'm gonna buy some Balenciagas. All love, and it's the segment that you guys on the Tickety Talk just got familiar with because once we do a recap we have to give out our awards and that just means we are getting what smooth effect fancy schmancy yes that is correct sir we are getting fancy of the schmanciest because we were in a chamber we survived the chambers and it was cold out there in montreal and it is warm leading into the road to wrestlemania and it is time for our awards and i see you are looking dapper like always smooth effects oh thank you very much mr blobby i actually went out and got brand new balenciagas and that new shirt that i got on right now it's from balenciagas new line called the walmart yes big old fashion 9.99 with no commas by the way and oh yes sir uh, i've been it's very silky um, and uh, my new Balenciaga uh, socks that turns into sneakers. See, I lied. I told you I didn't know about it. I yeah. own Balenciaga. Yes. Well, well, you know what, sir? You know, it, it, Balenciaga is making a brand now that is for the affordable common folks like us. Oh, well, you know what I mean? very that's nice why of it's them. available at all Walmarts. That's why. That's why. It's, that's you know, why and that's it. why it's Balenciagas with an S like you said it. Yes. Not it, Balenciaga. It, it, that's what like I said. The original. That's, that's what the original. I said. That's what I said. Now, yes, exactly. Exactly. Hey, preacher man, you are looking dapper. Oh, yes. I am in my top hat and my tails, my good sir. And yes. <laughs> sure, wow. That's too fancy sometimes for me. <laughs> well, this was an extremely fancy pay-per-view. 
<laughs> I love it. This is amazing, and it's getting off the rails because I have a fancy little twisted tea, and I am getting a little drunk. That's what I'm doing. I got a truly vodka Balenciaga. Oh my goodness! You know it makes it fancy because it's vodka. That's what it is. That's it's my new it word now. <laughs> Well, let's just get right into the awards. We are going with the best. Now, you know what? Let's start off with one that everyone probably knows. We are in conjunction. We are going with the Show Stealer Award. And uh, I'm going, should I go around about or can we all just say what we want real quick? And the count of three. Let's go for it, sir. You have all to right. count, by the way. One, two, Three, the, the men's, men's elimination, elimination chamber, chamber match. match. Yes, a thousand percent. That is correct, sir. That's the best match of the card. It's the name of the premium live event. It's it was just fantastic. I loved it. What did you you loved it too, Smooth Effect? And you loved it, preacher man. Oh yes, 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 indeed. Ripping good show. Ripping good show, mate. It was, it was a dashing good time. Very dashing. Balenciaga <laughs> <laughs> dashing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Let's get to the next award, and we are going to start with my man, the preacher. We are going with the best moment of the pay-per-view. Sir, what is it? In my personal opinion, I'm going to have to say the best moment of the Premium Life event, a.k.a. the pay-per-view, a.k.a. the pape, as some refer to it as, was when Jay Uso showed up. I mean, oh. compelling, thought-provoking emotional there aren't enough superlatives to describe how i felt in that moment and i'm looking forward to see where we go next with the young usi one the young usi indeed and then he showed up and disappeared we never even seen him at the end what happened he ran he just left. He went under the ring. He went under the ring. He's somewhere. He went. He said, I'm going to go the night like a, a ghost of Yorkshire. There has to be a tunnel. There has to be a tunnel. Ghost of Yorkshire. <laughs> Smooth effect. What is your best moment? Well, Mr. Malabe, as you know, when I think of my best moment, I think of the moment that makes me go, wow, when I seen it. And honestly, my best moment was when Johnny Gargano hit the Heracomrana from the top. I said, oh, my God. God, I thought he hurt himself. Jen even said, she goes, oh my God, is he dead? And then when they showed on replay, it was like, oh my God, thank God Damien Priest was right there. Like, thank God, because he would have, he would smash his face. Like, that was a guarantee yes, yes. face smash. Uh, but yeah, man, when you think about best moments, moments that are the best, it's definitely when Johnny Gargano hit that Harry Kamara. It was beautiful. Amazing. Yes, yes. Yes, that, that was a beautiful moment. And, and that was almost mine as well. There was in Tension, I tell you that much. You know what else was in contention? It was when Seth and Gargano was laughing on the and taking a break, a little breather, and then he smacks him. That was hilarious. But honestly, it was not the best moment. It was hilarious. I've never seen it before, but uh, it wasn't the best moment. It was when Montez Ford jumps on the cage, goes all the way to the top, and I'm like, he's just gonna do a crossbody. Then out of nowhere, he just he just goes upside down like he's Spider-Man. And then, boom, he hits everybody, and this was insane. It was in- incredible. And I gotta tell you, I tell you, it was Montez Ford's coming out party, and he did it with a bang, with a web, and with a splash. It was amazing. Very nice. That's, That's a good. moment That's for Mr. Probably good. That's a Jolly great one. Good. Very good. It was jolly. It was definitely jolly good. Very good. It was definitely jolly good. Now let's get to the Smooth Effects Best Award, his favorite award, the Kudda 
would uh, should have, but they did not award. And since it's your best award, your favorite award, we're starting with you. Well, guys, listen. This one was very tough. I'm not going to lie to you. I usually find my coulda, woulda, shoulds. This one, I really had to think about it because I really enjoyed everything the pay-per-view gave to me. So I'm kind of nitpicking. I'm kind of pulling right now. So my coulda, woulda, shoulda is the the ending of the Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley match. Uh, You know, I just feel you could have gone a better route, maybe an actual ending or something else. Um, You know, just a simple uh, DQ is just a a cop-out. Or like Deason said while we were talking about it, was like, you put yourself in a corner now. Like, where do we go from here now? What do we do now? So I feel this should have had the ending. If not, this match shouldn't have occurred on this pay-per-view yes. should have occurred at WrestleMania for the final one, which was probably what we're getting. But again, again, I'm pulling here. I'm pulling because I really enjoyed the match anyway. But I'm going to say my coulda, woulda, shoulda is you could have given me a better result ending yes. to that match. Yes. You know what? Uh, I'm going to go next because I'm going to piggyback off of you, sir. And I'm going to say the ending of Brock and Lashley it should have been a no contest because not only would it have given me another point in our recaps and in our predictions and one more point closer to a t-shirt but ultimately if it's gonna end that way where it's almost like a stalemate make it a stalemate jesus man a better ending but it's again nitpicking because the match itself was good it was alluding to something bigger but just give me the no the the no contest. That's what I needed. Yeah. Decent. Well, my coulda, woulda, shoulda. Once again, we've said time and time again, this was a phenomenal pay-per-view from top to bottom. But my coulda, woulda, shoulda, I would have loved to see Gunther in some capacity being featured in this pay-per-view. That's yes. a good one. Yes. I need just, Gunther. Yes. He's a big boy. I feel like, you know, uh, a squash match just something because he's been such a dominant champion and you know it's the intercontinental championship you know so if you're in another country why not have your intercontinental champion show up show face even if he doesn't get into an actual fight have somebody from the hometown come out i don't know whatever canadian legend you can scrap up and find last minute in in montreal just make an appearance stand face to face with gunter and Boom. Oh, have a moment. Yeah, that's that's yes. good. I like that. Yes, I like that one too. Yes, we need Gunter. We got the US championship, but not the intercontinental, but we're across borders. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. But it's a good one. It's a good one. All right, sir. I'm going to keep you on the hot seat because we are going to the big award. We are going to the MB. P, the most valuable person, the most valuable player, the most valuable place, the most valuable people. It does not matter, but it is the most valuable of the pay-per-view. My man, Preacher Man, what do you have? Well, my award doesn't go to a person, but a bunch of people, and that is the great people of Montreal. You son of a bitch! (laughs) You motherfucker! (laughs) Okay, I guess we can all go then. So you want to do another one, two, three? He ruined it. Mr. Malave ruined it when he said people. And at that moment, all three of, well, at least me and Deeson were like, yeah, no. We know we we say person, place, and piece of furniture. You look back, sir, and you you have said people, all right? You son of a bitch. (laughs) 
It's honestly the best answer. It is <laughs> Just because be real. I am also going with the crowd of Montreal. Me too. Jesus Christ, man. It's they perfect. were in it from beginning to end. And even at the end, they were quiet because they were still in it. This is rare. We never agree like this before. We are on par. This is incredible. Wow. MVP goes to the crowd of Montreal. Clean sweep. Bravo. 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 Fucking O. All right. <laughs> sir. You made it uneventful, but it was just hands down the best. They were the MVPs. You could have gave it to Gargano. I wouldn't have been mad. You could have gave it to Montez Ford. I wouldn't have been mad. Ew. You could have gave it to Sami Zayn. And I wouldn't have been mad. No. But the crowd ultimately is the MVP. Thousand percent. Hundred percent. Thousand percent. Indubitably. Ten thousand percent. Twenty-five thousand percent. Balenciaga percent. Damn it, I was gonna use that after. I knew it. I knew it. I was holding that one for the end. I knew that's where he was going. (laughs) All right, all right. Well now, now it is time to rate our pay-per-view, but we do not use letters, we don't use percentages, we use cocktails. All right. And this cocktail must be a strong, beautiful, delicious cocktail because God damn, this pay-per-view is good. And I'm going to go first. And I am going with the Elimination Chamber 2023 cocktail is none other than an angry Canadian. <laughs> Do you know what an angry Canadian is? A hockey so player. It, it, yes. Some Most of the time, yes. But when you're at a local pub and you're uh, watching Elimination Chamber and you see the fire, you see the heat, you see something that's so good you want to keep having another, you get an angry Canadian. It is made with rye whiskey. It is made with bitters. And it's made with maple Canadian syrup and club soda. I'm talking about the Canadian version of an old fashioned. I love me an old fashioned Mm -hmm. and I can drink me an old fashioned every day, multiple times a day. And it's just fucking delicious. All right. And I tell you, this pay-per-view is an angry Canadian. Jolly good, jolly good. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Smooth effect. What is your cocktail? Well, when I think about something, this pay-per-view, it was like uh, uh, taking a shot. Okay. Multiple shots of this specific one I've chosen, which is the Flaming B-52. Ooh, that's a good one. That Jolly is a good. very good one, and I tell you why. Because this pay-per-view had me up and running, and I was going insane because of it has the coffee liqueur in it. It has Bailey's Irish cream. It has orange-flavored brandy liqueur. And, of course, the Dark Overproof Rum, which is very delicious, may I said. Uh, but it's on fucking fire because this whole entire pay-per-view was on fucking fire. And I could just see myself yes. having it. If you ever see a picture of it, it's actually very pretty as well. If you it look is. At it. It's gorgeous. It's, it's very pretty. Different colors. Beautiful. But when they light it on fire, as you know, you don't just pick it up and stick it to your mouth. Ouch! That hurts too much. You have to blow out the candle. You have to blow out the flame. Then take the shot. Um, personally, it's just that kick in the face. You want to have three, four, five. But then you end up like Sami Zayn. You're dead on the floor. Um... It's, it's delicious. And again, I'm going with Flaming B-52. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a good one. Preacher. Well, my drink isn't as innovative and as fancy as you guys are. I had to go with an old reliable. Now, this drink is something fairly classic, something that's often very, very enjoyable. And given the fact that there were multiple additives to make this a phenomenal pay-per-view, 
I'm gonna have to classify this match as a Long Island iced tea. Ah, yes, very nice. A good old fashioned Long Island iced tea. Very nice. And Get your drunk. You also want to know why? This. For significant value, a Long Island iced tea contains no less than five different spirits. There were five matches on this premium live event, and each one of those could be one of the spirits that go into a Long Island iced tea. That's It'll get you drunk. Answer, it'll get you drunk. It'll get you drunk. And, and on that know. note, it'll get you drunk. What <laughs> the Jolly music. Good. That's a great one. That is a really good one, man. I liked it. I yeah. liked oh, it yeah. a lot. That's, oh, good. Yeah. That's it, good. guys. The awards are given out that we broke this shit down. We wrapped it up in a bow and we got you motherfuckers drunk. All right. And we taught Smooth Effect what Balenciaga is. Balenciaga. That's the real win of this episode. That's I what I like wear. Too. Are you kidding me? I'm going to work tomorrow. Be like, yo, did you check out my Balenciaga socks? Watch him now that he Googled it. All the cookies are going to be all over your social media. It's, it's like, totally oh, going to be. I'm going to be seeing everything. I'm going to be like, oh, man, I wish I could afford that $900 pair of socks. He's just like, well, I just cleared my credit card. I got a bigger limit. Maybe I could just get one thing. <laughs> yeah. The blue socks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going for. The blue that's socks. It. That's hey, it. Blue then he's gonna start listening to the Cardi B song. Dude, like, you know I, what? she's not wrong. One of the pictures shows a dude wearing a suit that doesn't look like it fits him. Fuck people dress like this. Suits especially. You know, if you get no, that's not high fashion. You know, when you put a suit on, it's got to be nice. It's got to be tucked. It's got to look fancy. No, it is yeah. high fashion because you have to be on some strong meth to want to dress like that. Thank on you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you you got to pay be for that shit. That's really good. Crazy. You got to be huffing paint in the car. That's what you have to do. <laughs> huffing paint with your black card in your pocket. Like, you know what? I need to go buy some bullshit right now. I'm going to no, wear You got to be breaking up bath salts on your black card and then just yeah. fucking sniffing and then swiping. You could just, you know, go to the fucking. Any suits, men's warehouse or something, and be like, "Let me get a four XL." That's what you're fucking wearing. And let me get a draft day suit from 2001. There you go. Yeah, yeah I'll right? take that one. That looks pretty good here. Put it on my car, charge it. I'll pay it later. Yeah, the same measurements as LeBron, even though I'm five foot six. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you know that's not going to fit you. It's not supposed to fit me. It's in I don't fashion. Give a fuck. Have you have you heard of Balenciaga? Yeah, sir. Exactly. You don't. You can't even spell it, nor do you think you can afford it. I can afford this motherfucker two hundred bucks, though. Do you Ain't want my no. money or not, sir? <laughs> All right, here, charge it. <laughs> Ring the fucking card. <laughs> On that note, guys, it's time to say goodbye. Preacher man. Once again, guys, bow your heads, close your eyes. Dear wrestling God, as we venture forth on this road to WrestleMania, maybe it's smooth. As my man, the smooth effect. Like may it be as musical as my brother, the music man, Mr. Malave. And may we please be blessed by the almighty Hunter Hills Hemsley with great booking. In your name we play. Amen. 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 That, was, that, that was beautiful, man. And it's got to be decent like decent. Yeah. It oh, gotta yeah. be at least decent like this. Gotta be at least decent. Mm. Gotta be at least in the name. Gotta be a little decent. You know? Smooth effect. Balenciaga, man. Listen, go out, buy as many Balenciagas as you can right now. Tell them the smooth Which is a half of you. one. Which is none, because <laughs> bullshit. I got kids. Um, if you haven't noticed, this episode of Just Wrestling Friends has been sponsored by Balenciaga. <laughs> I, I hope. <laughs> I hope they hear this, and they're like, you know what, guys? We're going to send you that 4XL suit that LeBron wears <laughs> that you none of you can fit in. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get my socks in the mail. Gonna resell that shit on StockX. There we go. Yeah. Get get back my fucking Air Force Ones. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, this has uh, been a great episode and a phenomenal pay per view premium live event. Pay as what? what decent is that what you said they call it now? Call it the pape. The pape. Ah, yeah. The pape. The pape. So Balenciaga pape. I'm learning new shit today, man. This is what happens when you're white. You fall behind the trends. Yeah. You know, I just found out there's a what's the word F- fleet? Shit's like on, like fleet, like things on fleek. Yeah, fleek. There's the word, bro. Dude, I th- what like, happened to hot? What happened to yo? That's, that's like hot right that's there. like 15 year old slang right there. Okay, no, sir. We need to have a conversation when this episode is yeah, over. But yeah, like, what to, happened to the word? They're not hot. even on fleek anymore. Like, that's what happened another to hot? word for for hot and fleek. But yeah, hot was cool. I like saying yo, that shit's hot right there. Now you have to say that shit's fleek. No, you don't. That. No, we don't have don't, to do that. Okay. You, you no, don't ever do that. No. So I'm just going to say that's Balenciaga. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I fuck it. I'll do it. I'll create It'll my work. own fucking trend. My name is Tommy James, a.k.a. Mr. Oh, so smooth, a.k.a. the smooth effect himself, the Balenciaga himself. And uh, I'll see you next time. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Well, you know what? That was no, that was neither on fleek or lit. So uh, we'll I know what lit means. That's, that's oh, so you know here. lit, but not fleek. Anyway, I'm Mr. Malave, aka Matthew Malave, aka the music man. And we are on the fast track to WrestleMania. We will be back soon talking all WrestleMania stuff. We'll give you our recaps, we'll give you our award shows, we'll give you our predictions. We are all over the Tiki Talk and all social media. So go follow Just Wrestling Fans because you know what? If you believe us, if you having a nice time listening to us and teaching smooth effect Balenciaga and all these other slang words, then you know what? We're not the smartest man in the world. We're just wrestling fans. Until next time, we'll see you at WrestleMania. Peace. J-W-F.